<laughs> Hello everybody, welcome! Yes, it is Thursday, 9pm here in the UK, which means it is UK Cowboys TV time! Ooh. Season 2 episode 108. So, we have, uh, again, uh, double Scottish this week, so it's an Iron and Brew show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've got Paul and uh, the freshman of the team, because we're in draft season so we use draft analogy we've got mr lawn with us and as we have advertised we have the legend and very close friend of uk cowboys a man who has forgotten more things about the dallas cowboys than we will ever know we got mr <laughs> shannon gross from hanging with the boys how are you doing brother hey let's go only took, <laughs> yeah. only took me three tries to get on here sorry <laughs> sorry about all the scheduling conflicts fellas but uh, hey it's hey. a pleasure to be on here. So for the next hour, we can all try to figure out what the other one's saying. So I'm looking forward to it. It's always an yeah. You should know by now that it's just <laughs> literally a fact. You should know that. <laughs> Especially how long you've known me now, Shannon. You've known me for what? I don't know, what, six years now? Yeah. Hey, as long as <laughs> we're not drinking Buckfast or Fireball, I think we'll be, <laughs> <laughs> think we'll be all right. <laughs> so oh, we'll just stay, we'll stick with the vodka and tequila tonight then Shannon. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> but um yeah, as you say you've had a we have tried to get you on the last few weeks but everything from snowstorms to um medical things and scheduling things and all sorts going on but finally got you so we may as well though uh, get things going. Everything all right with you over there and staying safe, healthy and the family doing good? Things are good, man. It, uh, you know, we had some, we're not used to the winter weather here. And we had, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, we had some pretty brutal snowstorms. A lot of That's people right. uh, busted pipes and, you know, there's mm. still people without power, still people without water. So, uh, but we're, we're coming out of it. Texas was hit really hard. I was fortunate and we, we didn't really lose power at all, but a lot of people were, you know, were displaced and some people still are. So, uh, and you know, we're not talking about like out in the country in, in Dallas. We're talking about the middle of like uptown, downtown. There's still people that, that don't have power. So it's it's been pretty uh, it's been pretty wild. But we're, we're trying to get back to normal. We're trying to, you know, the, all the, the covid restrictions are are loosening up over here a little bit, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Depends on mm -hmm. your point of view. So but, it you know, vaccines are going well over here. Um, and hopefully, you know, if you listen to. To Mr. Jones in the press conference last week with Dak, we're going back to Oxnard yep. for training camp, and we're going to have yes. a full stadium this year. So we're we're pumped, man. We're we're hoping things will be back to back to normal or or close to normal, um, you know, after last year. So we're we're excited, man. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, well, just to go off what you're saying with you know uh, full stadiums, Texas Rangers came out only last week and said we're mm -hmm. having a full stadium. That's it. We're going for it. Yeah. So if if they're doing it, I think by September time, AT and T should have a, a full plethora of a crowd there. Yes, um, it actually pays me right now because I should be in Texas right now. Uh, yes, it was. It was March, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I should. My my flight would have been what last Friday though. So, mm -hmm. but hey, oh, that is what it is. But hopefully, when time season starts, that's when I can actually finally come over. Catch up with you, Shannon, get a couple of beers and get to see some Cowboys football. That's what it's all about. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Just don't be drunk if you see any royalty again, though. <laughs> no promises. Like... No <laughs> <problem>. <laughs> what would that be, But right? 
<laughs> but uh, as we got you on tonight, um, we'll get to the news and updates and we'll move on to the show. Um, yes, we slightly changed things up. It was going to be a ranking show, but a lot has happened in the Dallas Cowboys world. So um, since we've got, um, well, talking of royalty, who are you? Dallas Cowboys royalty. We thought we'd get your opinions on what's cropped up and... Um, there will be a few people asking you some questions along the way. Uh, but what I thought we kick things off with is just a couple of news and updates. And really, without getting into the most obvious, which is um, uh, all the changes that have happened on the roster already. The big news really we'll just dig into at this point is the NFL literally just before we went live uh, signed off on a new TV deal. That's through until 2033. Uh, so that's done. The Really, the only big thing that's come out of it that's slightly different is Amazon now own the rights to Thursday Night Football, which is something new. So, To be, to be fair, I'm not actually quite surprised about that, because they've actually owned the rights of doing the whole All or Nothing TV series. They've got access to NFL films or productions yeah. and stuff like that. So, mm. I mean, to me, it's a great move. I mean, it's, it means it's more open access towards the, the world as well, because it's an open yeah. platform. So it's not like you're just restricted. It's like you're not restricted to, or you need to get a VPN to access American mm. channels and stuff like. It's like it's, it's multiple access. So I think it's I think it's a great move. Uh, it's yeah. good. They've you know they've been doing it for the last couple of years, and particularly in the UK, they've actually got a couple of uh, UK commentators, so that you don't have to necessarily listen to whoever's doing the broadcast. You can listen to the UK commentators, and they can. You know, for for the newbies to the sport, you know they can actually be educated by yeah uh, the UK commentators rather than listening to guys that have been broadcasting for twenty twenty five years or whatever. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. hopefully, with any luck, we get some more broadcasts on Nickelodeon. <laughs> where, where, where are you hey going man, with, that was fun. What did you make of that, Sean? I thought that was a lot of fun. I didn't watch it. I saw the I saw the replays and all the clips and everything. And I, I you know, the one thing that the NFL is trying to do is 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 re- get the younger fans involved, mm-hmm. right? That's your next generation of of super fan. That's your next generation of season ticket holders. That's your next generation of merchandise buyers. And there's so there's so many competing avenues out there. You got you know you're competing with social media. You're competing with you know, look at look at what's happened to boxing. You have YouTube yeah. stars boxing professionals <sighs> because yeah. that that's entertainment now. That's what that's what this younger demographic and this younger audience mm. that's what they relate to are these YouTube stars and these TikTok stars and all this. So, you know, the NFL is trying to, you know, they're slowly they're slow. Kids are not watching sports. Kids are not playing sports. They're playing video games. They're watching streamers. They're they want to be they want to be gamers when they grow up, not you know not athletes. So the NFL is trying to tap into that younger, keep interest in that in that younger demographic. So I think mm. anything that they can do, man, that that interests kids or that younger demographic that keeps them engaged with football, and, and I, I think it's great. So I mean, for adults, it's kind of like. This is corny. What are you doing? But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, more power to him. I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what you mentioned, like just like a perspective. It's just crazy to think that this, like, YouTuber like Sir Jake Paul is actually going to earn more money than Canelo Alvarez in this next fight. That's yeah. insane. 
That's insane, you know. And there, but I mean, all you got to do is look at YouTube. There's a, a, a an eight year old kid who's now a multi millionaire just oh, <laughs> just yeah. from playing with toys on YouTube. And he's going to Walmart now. I went to Walmart the other day. And I'm like, what's going on? And you said Paul Mayweather just came out what yesterday or days ago said he's going to make nine probably. YouTube. He goes and, and only has to box, he has to go box twelve rounds with a pro boxer and earn that. Like, the world changing, man. Changing. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I'm we're talking to the expert on social media since you're the main man over in yep. Cowboys Media on all of that. But yeah, I mean that's the big news. Um, and just to put things in perspective, um, just to I don't know if you're aware of this, Shannon. Uh, in the US last year in 2020, 77 of the top 100 most viewed programs in the United States were NFL games. And that's how big of a market it is. That does not surprise me one bit. <laughs> yeah. Um and the other one was uh more people watched the draft uh than the NBA playoffs in total. Oh wow. Wow. The NFL yeah. have done a great job of the NBA is a is a season long soap opera. Like yes. they've done a great job with um you know making making drama all over, off the court a year long story. And if you think about it, the NFL is starting to become a 365-day-a-year yeah. league. Yeah. And they did that with the draft. And, when you know, if you go back and you look at what the draft used to be, mm -hmm. so what, they turned the draft into an event. And not only an event, but it's, a, it's, it's now a it's the, it's the process as well. It's the whole mm -hmm. process. Like, getting exactly. to know these player, the pro, play, all these players from college, their background story, their attributes, what they deliver to the table – where did he see fit for these particular teams within the draft? And it makes you really question. And this is the thing we were talking about. It's like, who's going to trade up? Who's going to trade down? And it's 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 the whole, it's just so much. They look at this. It's, it, it's literally firing out a spider web, but they can go in so many directions. Right. Yeah. They've done yeah. a good job marketing that. So, I mean, they're. Oh, definitely. That doesn't surprise me either because, you know, and they've done that relatively quickly because the draft used to just be kind of a. Oh, I'll watch this if it's if nothing else is on. Kind of like the combine. Mm. Well, now they're turning the combine into. I was know, just about to say that. Kind yeah, of, yeah. I, I think we've got Dion Sanders to help regards to that because it was him who brought all the hype towards to the draft. <laughs> but funnily enough, I can remember I was I started watching, um, uh, you know, streams if you like that were on YouTube here in the UK, and that was about ten years ago, and it was the combine, and I can remember sitting there and thinking, won't be long. Some some network is gonna go. Yep, we can make some we can make some good money on this. And, and now look at it. Yep, that's where it's at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so that is the update for this week. Although there is a lot that's gone on, that is the content <laughs> of the show that we get into. But I thought we'd first of all I'd ask you, Shannon, um, because one of the things that is frustrating to Cowboys Nation is the news at the moment is uh, wild across the NFL. In Cowboys Nation, though, it's more the opposite. People are more frustrated because it, the news on the Dallas Cowboys free agency moves are very quiet. Do you think that's perhaps a strategy that when they, they took and they got this 18 million extra in cap space, they had uh, a plan to do with that money and that's what they're doing at the moment? Well, if you look at the history of what they've done with free agency over the last several years, 
Yeah. They don't do anything. They don't sign mm-hmm. big name guys. They, they've tried to, I think what they've tried to do is they, they try to draft well. They try to hold on to their own guys. But then when those guys become free agents and it, it requires spending money, they let them go. A la Anthony Hitchens, a la, you know, Byron Jones, a la, you know, they, they, they don't spend money. Any, the last time I remember them spending a lot of money on a player in free agency was Brandon Carr, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you got Robert Quinn on a deal and then one-year deal. Hell, had a hell of a year. Yeah. You know, and then he, you know, the market was going to require them to pay money, let him go. So it's like they bring guys in if they can get them on a bargain. And let's be honest, it hasn't really worked out that well for them. You look at the defense now. It, it's not really working. The free agent market's not really working. I think they've been drafting really well. I think they've added pieces, but we talked on our show today. Mm-hmm. I, I I am okay with them going and spending a lot of money and go get you a playmaker, whether it's in the secondary or the defensive line. Go sign a playmaker. You have pieces. You have a bunch of guys. You mm-hmm. saw what a bunch of guys did. You have what one, maybe one playmaker on your defense, and I would say that's Demarcus Lawrence. That's really yeah. a, and he's not really a game changer. He's a good. He's a great player. Yes, he's not an Aaron Donald. He's not a. He's not one of those type of guys that can dominate a game. Go get you a guy. Go Patrick Peterson. I would have loved to have seen him come here for ten million. Yeah. Just let's see what we can do in free agency. And I get it. Cowboy fans are frustrated. Because they haven't spent that money. Now, look, the guys that are actually one floor above me and about 50 feet that way, yeah, they get a lot more money than I do. And they get paid a lot of money to do a job that, <laughs> that figures all this stuff out. So I know they know what they're doing. And I know there's cap numbers that I can't comprehend and all that stuff. And I would, you know, you just think that, that they have a method to their madness. I would just like to know what that method is because I don't really understand it, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> I'm with you there, yeah. Um, but they, they have, um, as you say, every year. And ironically, um, you know, with our head coach, Mike McCarthy, if you go back as well and you look at Green Bay when he was in charge, that was very much Green Bay's philosophy was not to spend big in free agency. So it's something that's carried on with them. So it's very much an echo, if you like. But yeah, I... Like you say, it's something that they do every year regardless. Um, I, think there's, I think in essence, whenever you bring in one of these high-priced guys, they're coming in thinking, well, you've paid me all this money. You're not really going to be teaching me anything new, whether the system's different or not. If you're coming in, you're coming in as the guy. Um, right? And somebody starts trying to coach you up and doing it their way. You know, you're going to say, look, you're paying me 15 million, whatever, a year to do this. You know, I'll just carry on doing what's got me here in the first place. I think there's also there's an essence that, you know, a lot of players grow up knowing what the star is on the helmet and everything like that. Yeah. You know, for a lot of people, whether whether they get a Super Bowl or not, you know, wearing the star is practically the pinnacle of their career. It's. It's got the marketing cachet, everything like that. So, you know, a lot of people say, right, I've made it. And you've got that, act, you know, they're not hungry anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see where you're going there. Um, but, I mean, let's move on to what the Cowboys, though, so far have done. Um, now, 
a lot of people have made a little complaint about this, but I think that this is actually quite a clever move. We'll look at, first of all, offensive tackle Ty Neshki. Um, now, mm. I think, I don't know what the deal is like. Maybe you've got some more details on what the detail, uh, the details of the contract's like, Sean. Um, but, I mean, he's from Arlington, so they must have got a home town discount. Do you know if that has happened? Have you got any details that come out from his contract yet? Has that been the case? I don't have any detail. Honestly, on it yet. a few no. of the guys that they've signed, I had to go look up and see who they were. So that's <laughs> yeah, the, only, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I know about Ty is I know he's he's predominantly more of a like he's really used as a swing tackle. He is much. a swing tackle, yeah. yeah. So, um, he has his, been throughout his career. Was that low? Base salary is one point two five million, and he's got a half million dollar signing bonus. Yeah. Well, now one so, thing I will tell you about my theory on offensive linemen is the same as cornerbacks. You, you can't have too many. And you exactly. can't, yes, exactly. Especially in all seasons and going into training camp, like you want competition there and you want, you want depth because especially with this offensive line as banged up as they've been the last several years, mm-hmm. you don't know how much you can depend on Tyron Smith to make it through a season. And now you got Lyles having issues. You had Zach Martin for the first time in his career had issues. So, Hey, if they want to go spend a few million dollars here and there on, on different offensive linemen, I am 100% on board with that. And, yeah, and yeah. not to mention, you just paid a little bit amount of money for the guy that's going to be behind those offensive linemen. So you probably need to protect that investment a little bit. So I'm I'm all I'm okay with that. Yeah, and like at the end of the day, I mean, I mean, for stars, he came from arena football. Um, Eighty-one games um, in 2020, he actually played 15 of them. Only 15, 54 snaps, mind, but throughout his career, uh, 1,708 snaps and only 17 penalties that he's caused in that time. Um, but the big one for me is he's 35 years of age, so I don't think that this is going to be one of those um, sort of, you know, um, a, a year where we're going to have him and then that let him explode into the NFL for a further contract. I think this is more... As a comment just said, I think this is more of a stepping stone where you've got him as a, a swing tackle then for you guys like Terrence Steele and Brandon Knight then to learn a bit more because, let's be fair, they had up and down seasons. It, I think it's a polite way And the more polite way as well, they were pretty much thrown into the lines then pretty much. like They were, yeah. Like, they just came in and did, we expected like expect them to be world beaters, but would you expect the rookies at a just been thrown up against like like amazing defensive linemen through the NFL like so like Miles Garrett for example getting getting mauled during that Cleveland game for example you know what I mean so Aaron, yeah Aaron I know, I know what you're, in the first game as well <laughs> yeah oh Aaron Donald yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think I don't know what you think Shannon but for Steel and Knight I think there is something there do you think they just need a bit of development yeah and I you know. I think everybody was on the get rid of what are you doing with steel train for most of the year. And then towards the end of the year, the coaches, you know, the credit to the coaches, they saw something that they stuck with them. And, and I think it started paying off towards the end of the year. You know, I do the show with Nate. Nate likes the guy. Yeah. So Nate was hard on him at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year. And then as the year started progressing, Nate, Nate got on the steel train and was like, Hey, let's, let's give this guy a shot. So I think, 
I think you yeah. definitely have something there with Knight. I think you need to see a little bit more. I think you've got some young guys, um, you know, you know, beyond, I think you might have something there, you know, McGovern, not sure there. We got to see more there, but I think, yeah. And here's the deal with an offensive line, you have, we had Travis, we had Zach Martin, we had Tyron Smith. You're lucky to have one of the guys and you can have an offensive line with one, one superstar and a bunch of guys. You can have an offensive line if you have one or two. So I, I feel okay with the offensive line. Still want to see depth. Want to see these guys develop. But I think you, I think you have a good, especially with some get those guys in the weight room, get some size on them. They got a year of their belt. They got a hell of an offensive line coach right now. I'm okay with where the offensive line is. So see, like yeah. here, here's, 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 so because uh, uh, I, I don't know about you. Go on, Paul. I was going. To, I was going to say. Um, so, say for example, I know we're we're going to be talking about like a, a was scheduled on the show, but I need to ask you this question. Um, when it comes to the draft, see if it likes a penny so or or Slater is available at ten. Would you take him ahead of a cornerback? You know, the only honestly, the only position I would not take. I think there's three. I think wide receiver. I think quarterback and I think running back would be the only three positions that I would not take in the first round. I, if you got one of those stud offensive linemen, like from what we're hearing, those are you know possibly generational linemen. If, if they're at they're at ten, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with linebacker. I'm okay with line. I'm okay with cornerback. Like tight tight end, I might not be okay with too. Maybe throw that one in there. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Thank you for confirming that, Shannon. I am so against that. I know I like Jarwin. I like what you got with Schultz. I think both of them are, are way above average tight ends. I know that the tight end that, that's in the draft that some people were projecting to fall to us is, is a once in a lifetime guy. I just I don't know now with what he would if I would put my I'm I'm okay with yes taking a lineman, an offensive lineman. Yes. Just to say as well, Shane, you are cutting out a little bit just to give you a heads up. I don't know if it's it's the connection or something. Yeah, just kind of keeps cutting out a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, but may as well ask you the question because it is an offensive lineman and you mentioned him. What uh, have you had a takeoff Nate Newton at all yet on Ty Neshke on on that signing at all? Say it again, sorry. I said, has Nate Newton, has he given you his take on the Ty Neshke signing at all yet? No, no, today we, 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 got, we went down a different rabbit hole today, so we didn't even get to talk about <laughs> Today, if you tuned into the show today, it was he went off on his own tan, and I haven't – usually I'll hear, hear from him by now yeah. after the show, but I, I haven't heard from him, so – if if I do hear from him, I will get his take on that, so I can let you guys know next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm defi- I'd definitely, definitely be very interested what Nate has to say about that, because obviously, haven't been an offensive lineman and that, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the next one that was a move because we can quickly get through this one is a forty year old and a forty year old Luis Philippe. 
Um, very sad to see this guy go. Um, been with the Cowboys for the last 70 million years. Um, finally cut from uh, the Cowboys. In replacement, they've taken the Rams long snapper, Jacob McQuaid. I, I don't know what you make of this, Shannon. To me, it just screams Fassel getting involved, bringing the guy back he, he knows and has worked with Zerline as well. Um, believe it or not, the guy's actually made two Pro Bowls. Right. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't understand that one other than it just being Fossil wanting to work with his guys. And look, I, I love Fossil. I think yeah. he's I think he's a genius. You know, at one time, I think he had all three of his special teams guys in the Pro Bowl. Um, I think he had the long snapper, the kicker, and the punter. So I can't question that move. I can see P go because he's been around for so long. He I think he was too too away from breaking Witten's record of, you know, all-time starts as a Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I hate to see him go. He never had a bad snap. Only bad snap he had. Bad snap was the game against Washington where he double pumped the ball, which is what he yeah. yeah, let's be honest. That was a that was a bullshit call, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. But, I mean, I hate to see him. I can't, I can't argue it because Foster, if he wants his own game and the guy's been to two Pro Bowls, I, I can't really argue with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not much point in, in getting too in-depth with it. I mean, you know, it's a long snapper. We've had one go. He's 40 years old. They brought a guy in uh, from the Rams. I think that's about all you can really say about yeah. it uh, when it comes to long you know, snapper. Again, he's, he's he's made a career out of being lucky because, you know, if we weren't um, staying in California that year that uh, we were playing the 49ers one week, the Raiders the second week, and John Kondo, who was our long snapper at that point in time, he messed up in the 49ers game. Uh, Bill Parcells wasn't happy with him, um, had a tryout. This guy happened to be sitting in a, a university uh, just down the road, brought in. And, you know, lo and behold, 17 history? years later almost. Yeah. 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 Um, but moving on to the other sign-ins, um, they have him as defensive lineman. He's pretty much a defensive end. Uh, Carlos Watkins, um, Carlos Watkins from the Texan Houston's, 27 years of age, uh, taken in the fourth round of the 2017 pick, is as well a college football champion. He was with sorry, Clemson sorry, when they won their championship. Did you see the Texan Houston's? He did. He did. I did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. Don't worry, it happens. It happens. Uh, it's because I've <laughs> it's because of how I've written it. Um, I don't know. First of all, before I go round the house, I may as well get Shannon's take straight away on this one. Um, I've looked into it. I've looked at his highlight video, but they're highlights, so they always look good. But what what do you make so far on that that signing, Shan? A lot about the guy. Um, I know that he's progressively started, I think, more games every year that he's been in the league. So I think he started 15 or 16 last year. So, um, you know, like defensive linemen, I think kind of the same holds true that his offensive linemen and corners. Like, let's load them up. Let's go into camp. Yeah. Let the best man win. You know, I, I feel good. I still would like to see really good technique in there. Um, you know, I'm – I love what Randy Gregory's potential this year. Demarcus Lawrence, really knows Tyrone Crawford going to know. Mm. Was he much of a help last year? He didn't look like his old self last year. So 
you know, let's load it up and see what we got and let's let them compete at training camp. I don't, I don't know a whole lot about the guy other than probably what you guys have seen highlight films and looking at stats. And That's it. Yeah. I mean like the stats, it just, I mean, if it helps anybody, I mean, 1200 snaps, 33 quarterback pressures, uh, 40, uh, solo defensive stops, four sacks, two fumble recoveries. You know, it is what you want to make of that. The only thing I will say that I have noticed about him is he does seem to be more of a situational pass rusher. And when he was with uh, Houston, get it right this time, when he was with Houston, um, yeah, he, he was more of a si- situational pass rusher is what he just looked like. I don't know. You, you, you're a defensive guy, Paul. I don't know what you make of it. Get more bodies in defensive line, I'm more unhappy. Honestly, man, like, I mean, what was the stats again, Mike? Can you just read it back out again? Uh, this is career snaps. Uh, I can go back and, and check his season. Oh, so this, oh, uh, this, but, was that for his whole career you were talking about there? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, 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 okay. Yeah, 12, um, 1,200 snaps, 33 quarterback pressures, 40 solo stops, four sacks, two fumbles. And that, how many years? And he's got a handful, of, he's got a handful, I think, five or six pass deflections. So how many years has he been? How many four, years has he been in the NFL? Four yeah, years. Yeah, two thousand and seventeen. So you're averaging one sack a season. I mean, yeah. To be fair, like we've got we've got some defensive linemen on our team right now that have not even got one yet. So, I mean, the, the way I see it though is like if you've got the if you've got the right coach to kind of get the right type of player in the right uh, format, if it's a four front, three front, whatever we're going to be going forward, what Dan Quinn has in mind going forward. Mm-hmm. The, you can basically turn any player like who's had a really bad season and turn them into like the next best thing and earn that extra big contract. I mean, f- I mean, take Alden Smith for example. Like that early part of his first part of that season, no one gave him a chance. He he looked like even though like in his uh, earlier days, like when he was at Auckland and stuff like that, like this was after San Francisco, obviously, he like he just wasn't the same player he used to. But then he came back and f- first five games he looked great. So I bet, and that's just a that's a brief example. But there's other better examples out there. But yeah, yeah. But even that, I'm happy. Like I just want to get more body centers, and I'm just more worried that the fact that there's a lot of players that are going to be leaving due to like mm-hmm. a cap and stuff like that, and and we need to replace these guys in with someone. So, but I know we will. I know we will. There'll be a lot of undrafted guys coming in, rookies and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh- I think you've got to think as well. He's coming from the Houston Texans, who were a three-four front. So he was playing a five-technique defensive mm, end. Yeah. His his job was mostly to hold the blockers up so that the linebackers could float to the ball. Right. He's yeah. moving to a four. He's moving to a four-three, which is what they're talking about. He was situ- situationally kicked inside whenever they went to a four-man line in pass rush last year. I think that so was essentially, essentially, maybe getting moved about what the way Tyron Crawford was getting moved about. Essentially, yeah, yeah I think, like I think moving, he's going to be from a five front tweeners. to a three front. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be one of these tweener guys that you know, one one year he's lining up as a defensive tackle and move to end and what have you. So, yeah, yeah uh, uh, the only uh, other guy then uh, that has been signed off free agency so far then is literally just before we went live. So I. I all I can tell you is I've quickly glanced at his stats, but uh, Brent Urban has been taken on from the Bears, um, was um, taken as an unrestricted free agent, um, was in 
the uh, Canadian Football League, um, over to the Ravens, finished with the Bears, now the Cowboys. All I can say is, in terms of stat-wise, he seems to have better stats than uh, Carlos Watkins, but I have literally no clue about this guy. Um, I don't know. What about you, Shannon? Anything? Anything to add on that? Nothing. I got a text message like right before we went on the air that that he had signed, and I haven't had a chance to look at him or or look anything up, so I, I, I got nothing for you on that one. (laughs) <laughs> so i mean we'll wrap that one up on the recent signings um the only thing i will say is i'm hoping that those signings um i don't know what you make shannon just start some juices flowing and and kind of get them involved in the market i don't know what you think but yeah i'm, I'm hoping that this is the beginning of something you know the momentum if you like i wouldn't i wouldn't get too excited like i <laughs> I mean, just the history. They they don't yeah. do it. they don't do anything. They used to. They used to until you know what four or five years ago. And now they 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 save their money. And I you know I it's not exciting. It's not flashy. It's not what fans want. But you know you you got Dak right. Yes, we, we finally yes. got Dak. By the way, so- how did how did you guys feel about that? Were you the money? Over, I am so yeah. happy about it, Shannon. Honestly, yeah. I am so Very happy about happy. it. Yeah. Like like. <sighs> I'm just glad the stress is over about it. More <laughs> than that, like I like you know that you know you've known me for basically you know how I feel about that. I, I think Dak's always been our guy, and and just the fact that we've now got him to a longer term contract. Now he can just purely focus on football, not having to worry about the 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 noise in the background about the contracts and the constant media attention about regards to about that contract. He can now just go there, focus, play football, train with Zeke, train with Lamb. Uh, Gallup and uh, Cooper and and really go forward in terms of uh, getting this offense the way he wants it because he is now he is pretty much the face of the franchise now yeah yeah yeah. and it's like it's one of those things I I bet it's even more so you know in Frisco with you guys but here it was just like you know like like Ah, you know, just like the 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 stress, the weight on the shoulders, because like every week we're talking about it and it's going on and on, and all of a sudden it's just like you can exhale, and I'm sure yeah. it was like that at the start. And 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 just to add on top of that, and uh, Austin just left the comment in there is, and we need to give credit to Steve and, and Jerry as well, even though they said they may have overpaid and a wee cheeky comment during the press conference and that, but. When you really break it down, and and Lauren, you can verify that we're actually like the way how things are ended up is like we are like the salary cap is not taking as much of a biggest hit that we expected. Yeah, like, the way it's been done. No, and there's e- there's even flexibility for next year to convert some of that salary, spread it out over the the remainder of the contract. These voidable years make the make it a lot cheaper than it probably would have been if we had if Dak had stuck to his guns and said four years and don't want void years and all this sort of stuff. From my point of view, I mean, I listen, I listen to all of the Cowboys podcasts. I listen to a few other podcasts as well. NFL based everything. Every, anytime you were talking about Dallas and what they were going to be doing in the draft, what they were going to be doing free agency, it was all, well, Dak, you've got to get Dak signed first, or you've got to decide what you're doing with Dak, you know, now that Dak's gone, he's like the first domino that you knock over to to start off a chain reaction. Hopefully, you know the results are good. You know he he comes back from his injury, 
by all all the hype videos that are coming out, it looks like he's he's ready to go and will be ready to go come training camp. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was on you know year by year by year he has got stronger and stronger and absolutely become the leader of that team. Yeah. And I think one thing that might be encouraging, I know we talked about, we're talking about free agency and, and the Cowboys not doing anything. One thing that may be yeah. encouraging is there were two dominoes. Like you said, there were two things that had to fall for them to figure out their money, tax contract and the TV deal. And you just said the TV deal got yeah. done. So now they know what they're working with. And if you listen to Jerry in the press conference last week, he said one of the one of the factors was being optimistic about the future and knowing that we're getting back to football, knowing we're going to get back to having full stadiums, knowing that all the things with money, you know, are going to get back to normal and, and being confident that the salary cap will get back to a place that, you know, it was and probably higher than it has been before, especially with the TV deal going through now, that makes you think that, maybe they'll be more willing to go spend money knowing that they're going to be able to make up for it maybe next year, the year after, because you think the salary cap took a step back this year. Maybe it's going to take a big step forward and maybe they'll gamble a little bit with that optimism. And maybe they do have to go spend some money on some free agents that they haven't done before. Because I think if you think about it with the signing of Dak, you've got him for four years. And if you think about it, you really have him for probably two before you have to start thinking about the next contract, right? Yeah. So you've got to win now. You've got a two to three year window where you've got you've got to go for it, right? Yeah. Because you're you've spent your money, you got your guy. Now it's time to okay, let's go do this. So I think, you know, as a fan, you kind of want to see him go make a move to get a guy that's not just a guy. You want to see him go, let's go get a stud on defense. Let's have a hell of a draft on defense. And then next year you're ready. You're, you've got these guys developed for a year. you got your quarterback. you got your offensive line set. You're, 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 you're letting some guys go on defense. Cheeto's gone. You know, you, you re-signed Jordan. you got some players. Now let's go, let's go get some guys. Let's go get some badasses. That's what I've been saying all along. It's like we just need that dog, like that animal yeah. in the defense. And don't get me wrong, Diggs might be that guy. I think, yeah, I think he will be. I think he will be given in time. And I, I will say this as well. I think give, give it time. I think Neville Gallimore could be that guy as well. Yeah. Give it time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you you dipped into it there about the guys that have gone. Of all these guys, I, and I've got my guy who I think is the the, the biggest loss. Cam Irving. We talked about LP. Uh, Joe Thomas, Ch- uh, Chidabe Awuzie, Andy Dalton, uh, Chris Jones, the Punisher, he's gone. Blake Bell, going go back to Kansas. Of all those guys, Shannon, who's the biggest loss that hasn't come back? I mean, I've got my guy already. You know, I think it's the biggest one there. Probably, to me, uh, probably Cheeto, just because okay. you, can't, you can't have enough corners. You know, and he was good. He, he wasn't yeah. great. He wasn't mm-hmm. elite, but he was good. I mean, yeah, he got – he got burnt. He had he had injury issues, but yeah. I mean, every corner in this league gets burnt, you know. And you and you you didn't hear a whole lot about him, and which is good for a cornerback, right? He wasn't true. he wasn't Byron Jones, but yeah. you don't need Byron Jones. You can you can have a winning defense 
you can have a middle of the road defense without a Byron Jones or without a, you know, Richard Sherman or without a Patrick Peterson or a Tyron Matthew. But I think, you know, just from a depth perspective, we talked about on the show today, we love Jordan Lewis as a block corner. Like when he gets more playing time for some reason, once he gets out of that, you know, 30 snap range, he makes mistakes, you know, and he even said mm-hmm. that after games, like I tried to do too much and he gets, I don't know if he gets too fancy or too cute or what, but I love him, but I love him as a slot corner. So now what do you do to replace him? Anthony Brown, same thing. Anthony Brown's a hell of a corner, mm-hmm. but he's a full-time corner. I don't think he's as good as he is as, you know, a slot corner. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what they, what they do there. So I think yeah, that's yeah. the biggest one. Just for, I mean, for me, I, I'm just going to – I'll let you add into it now, Paul, but I was just going to say yeah. my guy is Joe Thomas, uh, purely because of yeah. just the depth there. I love Joe Thomas. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, 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 think I, I agree with both of you, um, yeah. obviously, with Chido and that. Like, I, he wasn't the, the most amazing in that, but like you said, Shannon, he's kept quiet. And Joe Thomas, like, like, we really, like we are really lacked a depth and linebacker as well because it's like if one of LVE, Jalen, or – Sean Lee's out. It's like, who else is there to come in and replace him? Yeah. Like, it's like, but the guy I'm actually kind of like, and and I'm going to support Jamie's comment on this is Andy Dalton. Like, is for him to come in, like, decent backup Mm -hmm. quarterback. I know he's not the most important player. Like, 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 well, I wouldn't say most important, but he kept, he still kept his alive. Our season could have been a hell of a lot worse if it wasn't for Andy Dalton, to be fair. Oh, Lauren's kind of disappeared that we said. <laughs> he'll come back, though. Yeah, but, um, back. Paul, would you, you pay $10 million to keep him, though? Yeah, not exactly. Ten, no, no, that, that, that's, that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Though. Like, I think he definitely used Dallas as a springboard more so um, to yeah. kind of like elevate his value back up again. And uh, fair play to him. He's now got... At the same time... Um, he could maybe, be the I'm, star I'm, I'm, Well... <laughs> He is going to be the starter, but here's the crazy yeah. thing. This is this is the crazy rumor I've heard about this whole Chicago Bears thing. Is like they offered three first rounders and two starting players for Russell Watson, and they turned yeah, it down, yeah, and that's yeah, why they went for Andy Dalton. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. wow. And and I don't know what the rumor was. Was it a uh, Lauren? You could confirm that, couldn't you? Was it no Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith? That was the two starters or something like that. I think I think it was something like yeah, that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yep. there we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, Brian. Cheers for the cheers for that. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, just for a quarterback, that is insane. Like, if if that was me, I'd be like, I need problem, need problem. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, but screw them. It's the it's the it's the Bears and Seahawks. They can jump off a cliff. I don't care. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah. For, but we for are like, in the market now, though, for a punter. Yes, we are. That's that's true. Um, I'll be honest. I would get that guy back in the guy we got from the uh, XFL. We've still, right. still got him. We've still got him on the roster at the moment. So yeah. you know, and this one though, yeah, this one, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that's you know, and that's I love Chris Jones. I I, I loved him, but he 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 was declining a little bit yeah. every year. And I think Nice Winder proved that, like, hey, you know, he was just as good as Chris Jones mm-hmm. at, you know, a better value. So I, I hate to see Chris Jones go cause he was a nice guy and, you know, I, I liked him as a person, but I think as a, from a business decision, you, you, you plug a guy in, right. Unless you have yeah. just a 
badass punter that's that's you know kicking bombing sixty yarders on a consistent basis. I know one, but he plays for the wrong team. He plays for Cleveland right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, reason, that... reason I'm saying reason I'm saying that, Sean, is because he's Scottish. That's oh, why I'm saying it. Okay. I didn't yeah. realize you guys had a guy in the league. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, you know, there was the days, uh, and you probably remember this one, Shannon, not too long ago, where special teams they go find kickers out in car parks <laughs> yeah. over in Texas yeah. and like, can you kick a ball? Let's let's try you in. And they literally yeah. get people out, and that's who they were. Nobody, not nobodies, right, right. but right, okay, where's just my random cleats? people. Yeah. <laughs> until, until, you know, I guess Dan Bailey, they did the yeah. same thing with kickers, you know. But they, the yeah. crazy thing is they would they would find kickers and then they would let them go and they wound up staying in the league for 15. Nick Bolt, Billy Cunningham, like all these yeah. kickers that they found, yeah. you know, they would let them go, but somehow they were good enough to be in the league for 10, yeah. 15 years. Yeah. So, and they know, just found them in some random car park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the yeah, Cowboys, but, um, Cowboys have been doing that for years when you talk about Tony Fritz. As Brian, well, yeah, Brian's got it as Tony Fridge, but you know, we had the kicking caravan in the 70s and all that, where you know, you were bringing in soccer style kickers to to kick for the Cowboys. Um, you know, it, it was, it, you know, it was a uh, nouveau for Tom Landry and the guys doing that back in the 70s. They, they actually made a movie about it, Mind the Replacements, they got the Welsh kicker, yes, in the movie, yes, so, they are Risa fans. That's uh, right. Yeah. Some people say I look like him. I don't think I do. I don't look like a skinny raging alcoholic. <laughs> well, you definitely sound like him, that's for sure. I, oh yeah, I probably sound like him. I can I could be even worse if you want me to. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it back so Shannon understands me. Otherwise you'll have to try and translate for him. But Yeah, Shannon, um, if you if you if you think you can understand me badly, what do you hear Mike on a night out? Honestly, <laughs> bad beer, beer, yeah. Beer does not help. Just talk too quick. But let's stay with the uh, with the cowboys before this becomes the uh, the alcohol podcast. Um, yeah, we'll talk then about the guys they brought back. Uh, you mentioned two of them already, Shan. Um, special teamers, really, is what I would say, because a lot of people are complaining about bringing. Brown back uh, because of his offensive snap rate, but that's not really what he's about. Uh, so you have Brown, you have CJ Goodwin as well, uh, Godwin as well. Special teamers, I would say, as gunners, these guys, I think, because when you look at 2020 and you look at 2019, special teams was an issue, and then all of a sudden in 2020, it was actually one of the bright sparks uh, <laughs> of the Cowboys team. So I think bringing them back was a big deal. I, I quite like that. And the deals are on a fine as well. Um, but also the other guys have brought back. Um, we've got Cedric Wilson and a human log, Anton Woods, on uh, tender. And then, as you talked about, Jordan Lewis. I thought we get your take, mate, while you're here on Jordan Lewis contract. Some people are, are not too happy about it. But what do you make of it? I'm, I'm OK with it. Like I said, I think I think Jordan's a, a good player. I, I think yeah. he's. You know, Nate. Nate wants him to stay in the. He wants him to stay in the slot. I wouldn't mind putting him in the mix. You know, let's see what he can do. Like he, he, we, we, 
we sang his praises on our show about he needs more time, he needs more time, he needs more time, and then when he got more time, he didn't he didn't make the best of it. Yeah, maybe yeah. you know maybe maybe another year of maturity, maybe another year of development. You know, at some point you are what you are, but you know, yeah. I think he's got he's got something because he winds up being around the ball, and that's something this mm. team hasn't really had a lot of. At least guys that are around the ball that turn their head around at the right time. They have guys that are around the ball. <laughs> See, so, I, I, t- yeah, I, t- yeah. I tend to agree, yeah. I tend to agree, I tend to agree, Shannon. I tend to agree. Like, the thing with Lewis, I think, I kind of mentioned this a wee bit earlier, I think it really kind of depends of the type of coach that he's got teaching him yeah. what to do. And it just, takes, yeah. it, it, it just takes that, that, that wee split moment. It's like, oh, I know what you mean now. Now yeah. he can actually go out and do what he's supposed to be doing. Like, right. And, and a lot of it is meant down to mental error nine times out of ten. Like we know he can make tackles, we, we've seen it. But if he's missing the tackles, he's making mental judge, uh, judgment errors. So I think it's just like he just might need the right coach. And hopefully with Dan Quinn coming in, hopefully we may actually see that resurgence of yeah. Jordan Lewis. Of basically, well, what, you know, what, what you need, and hopefully Dan Quinn can do this is. You know, what we heard last year at the beginning of the year was we're not going to try to fit scheme to players. We're going to try to fit players to scheme. And what did they do? They tried to fit – they tried to do the opposite. You know, we heard that before they played the first game when the coordinators came in and we were still in the building and we were able to interview those guys. You heard them say, we're going to we're gonna figure out what guys do well and we're going to build the scheme around. They didn't do that. Yep. I think the defense – Part of the reason why they were so bad is because they were thinking too much. They were trying to think about like, oh God, what does coach want me to do? What am I supposed to do here? What am I like? Yes. We need to simplify yeah. it to where. The, yeah. Mike Nolan overcomplicated that. I totally right. agree he with did, you. He did. Like, yeah. me, me and Lauren spoke about this ages ago. I think this was like after week two. Or yeah. Something like that. yeah. Just, just for, just for a uh, comments on Facebook, so to speak. And we were like, it's like, it just seems a wee, wee bit OTT. It just seems like the players just aren't they getting set. They weren't like put like going into a three point stance. They were just like going yeah. into a two point they stance. Didn't know up and you didn't have the right guys to get them yeah. up. And it's yeah. like if they can figure out a way, if Dan Quinn can figure the way out to just let them play fast and not yes. thinking about where am I? What's my gap assignment? Where am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to be doing? I yeah. think that's the magic formula because you. Yep. I think we got a lot of good players. They just didn't gel with the coaches, with the system for whatever reason. You just looked out of yeah. place all the time. So I think that's if you can figure that part out. I think you're. I think you got some guys that can make it work. You know, and you don't have yeah. to be. You don't have to be a top five defense. You just with this offense, no. if you could be fourteen to twenty. Defense. Average. Just don't yeah. be the blind. Don't be thirty second. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Honestly, Shannon, like this, this is this is a motto I go live by every single day when it comes to my work in terms of like I did programming that, but but, but see what comes the to average. It. <laughs> <laughs> <You> prick. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking I'm the gonna, same thing, mate. I'm gonna kick you in the balls a lot. What I was gonna say was, is like less is more. Like the le- the yeah. the less you force things, the more production you're gonna get. The more like like the the small amounts you can get more production out of that small amount. So that's what I'm trying to get at there. Yeah. And yeah. I think, so the other, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the other thing with Jordan Lewis is everybody's harping on that it's a three-year, fifteen million dollar contract. In actual fact, when you look at the breakdown of everything, 
you can get out of it next year if he screws the pooch this season. You know, you can get out of it for, you know, if you get cut him before the 17th of March, his next year's salary isn't guaranteed. So mm. you've got guaranteed salary this year. You've got the signing bonus split over three years. It's, eff- it's effectively, you could have it as a one-year, $5 million deal. And obviously, you're, ca- you're carrying the, the, the remaining two years as a dead cap charge next year of $2 million. So you're, t- you're paying $2.5 million this year, you're paying $2.5 million next year if you cut them before the 17th of March. Nice. Now, yeah. if, 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 he, yeah. if he plays brilliantly this year, you know, it's, it's a bargain. You've, you've got him for another two years. You... Like I said, fingers crossed. I just can't, like, I, I think there's been a few times where we've been counting on players to kind of like eat some humble pie last season because we thought yeah. we were expecting more of them and there would be the odd game they, they would stand there and like, yeah, they, they delivered. Like, so I'm just kind of hoping that would be the same case with Jordan. For the next, yeah, for I, the I, I just think that the defence was just lacking two things. It was lacking speed because it was a very clunky and slow defense. Like you you were saying, Shannon, probably most of that is to deal Confusion. with the, the mental processing of yeah what they're trying to do. And I think the other one as well is they were just lacking a bit of dog. You know, when we were talking about yeah. this, me and you, Paul, in the season, there was a lot of where you've seen the defenders, you know, picking the opposition players up off the floor, you know, brushing their shoulders down. It's like, no, leave them in the dirt. Have a bit yeah. of an attitude yeah. with them. Yeah, you know, let, let, let's not, let, yeah, let's not go down that route because I'll probably end up having a rant about a particular person. So uh, let's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have spoken to him as well. So we're not going to talk about that. Though. That's bullshit. Right. That's bullshit. <laughs> we have not but... been talking about this player. Move on. They, they, they did talk to him. I had it confirmed. Honestly, they did talk. But don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. But based on really what we've seen so far, Shannon. Um, before we end up wrapping this up in the next sort of 10 minutes, is uh, for you in the first round, based on everything that you've seen, um, I'm going against the grain about what you said. I personally, I don't see them taking offensive tackle uh, like Slate. Maybe if Sewell drops to him, but I can't see Darius or Slater. I think it's going to be the, the defense or a trade down. What it, it really is your options at the moment, based on what they've done so far. What are my options? What would I do? What would you do? Yeah. Not what you think the Cowboys would do. What would you do? You know, I I would be tempted to trade down because mm-hmm. I, I would be tempted yeah. to, depending on what the deal is, depending, you know, there I think there might be somebody that needs a quarterback that might fall. You know, because now there's there's starting to be talk where, you know, there's maybe six quarterbacks that are that are worthy this draft. Someone might need a quarterback. I would they might overpay for 10 mm-hmm. and I would just, I would be real because I think there's a few guys that are of equal value that are going to be there at 10. So if you could drop down to 14 or 13 or maybe even 15 and still get one of those guys that you have at equal value and pick up a second rounder or a third and a fourth, something that, that fits. I mean, you've got, you've got 10 picks this draft. Yeah. Go the Patriot way and just draft the crap out of a bunch of guys and just yeah. let them compete and see what you got, you know? Yeah. So I, I would I would be really tempted to to trade back unless there's just a player there that you're just like, we can't believe this guy fell here. We've got to take him. Now, yeah, I yeah. would be tempted to do that. Yeah. yeah I, I mean I, like I, I, go on. Go on, Paul. Go on. I, I completely agree. Like I originally said like I feel as though like 
looking how the draft board is kind of looking right now, and we are desperately needing strengthening in most parts of our defense. And that's somewhere I think where we need to really put our attention on. So I think definitely like trading back down and looking how the board is, there's a lot more teams that are desperate for wide receiver right now. Especially like yeah. in the teams that are just behind us, they are more likely to throw some silly trades to just to try and get up ahead, maybe one or two places, just to kind of, you know. Um, but yeah. the fact is, like with, with yeah. the trade, with the trade down, we'll be getting more than just swapping yep. packs. We'll be getting more picks as well, so it means we get more depth, more players yeah. in, and I'm more than happy with that. So yeah, if I, I was the Cowboys, or I would let it be known now. Hey, the tenth pick is up for grabs. If you got yes. the right deal. Let's talk, and you know, and some someone might overpay. That's the only way I would do it is if you if you get value out of that. So that's what you're looking for is an overpay, yeah. But would you do that particular deal uh, that Joe just sent in, saying would you trade the tenth pick for mm-hmm. Stephen Gilmore from the Patriots? For me, I think no, purely on the basis of age. I think he's yeah. 32 years of age now. Would you do that though, Shannon? Would you pull the trigger on that one? Probably not. I don't. I don't. If he was a guy, if he was a guy that was going to help me win now, I don't know if he's that guy that I don't know if he puts you over the top with what you have right now. If he was, if he puts you over the top, I would say absolutely. Um, but I, I, you know, plus the money, you got to figure out what's the money involved. So yeah, if you yeah. get a guy on a rookie contract that that you can develop that saves you all that money, or do you take a guy that you take that burden of that contract or whatever that is, and then you're strapped for next year or you know spending for this year so i'd probably i'd probably pass on that yeah it, it seems yeah, to be like, too. It, it seems to be like the the camp's more the issue nowadays when it comes to bringing players in it's more so now you know well, if you think about it you mentioned the, the russell wilson mm. trade earlier yeah what people don't realize is the money that comes with that and what the money exactly. that with, the money that hits seattle is dead money that's why seattle wants so much for him, is because the dead money, it's going to strap them for years if they would let him go. So it's better just to keep him there, even if he's disgruntled, because you're paying for him anyway. So true. You know, so if you true. Think baseball, the Texas Rangers did that for years where they would they would sign guys to these mass deals, they would get rid of them, and then they paid for them for the next 10 years. A-Rod, you know, uh, I can't remember the guy, the, the, the guy they had that strapped them. So, I mean, it's – you got to take that into yeah. account. But that's why Seattle wants so much for Russell Wilson is because they're not going to be able to. They're going to be financially strapped if they don't have him. Worse than they are than if they do. So. Yep. Yeah, uh, and uh, like you say, I, I'm me. Okay, here's one for you, Shannon. What do you think the most, <laughs> the most the Cowboys are looking to spend in free agency this year? I say no more than eight on a player. What would you say? Maybe nine. All right, let me ask you this. Yeah. <laughs> you get a guy like Indomitian Sue that's available. No, too old. Too old? It's not so much yeah. as too It's not so much as too, he's too old. He's it's, too old. It, he is too I think he's more towards his attitude. He's inconsistent, you know. Yeah. He, he is inconsistent. And, and when he doesn't, he, he doesn't. But I think I, I looked at Sue and I think that if you if the Cowboys were to make the playoffs – that Sue would be 36 by the time you get to the playoffs. And I think that's too old for the type of play that he is. Um, so I, I'm, I'm passing on Sue. Yeah. Uh, probably free agency. You know, I don't know the cap situation. I don't know how they 
because, you know, they re-signed a couple of guys. They, they spread their money out. They, you know, not re-signed, but restructured their contract. So I really don't know. I don't know the details of what they have left to spend and how much wiggle room. It, but it seems like they can always figure it out. Like you could go sign a guy. You can figure out how to move the money around, right? They always find a oh, way yeah. they want a guy bad enough. So I would say probably, are you talking about like eight a year? In a year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight, eight million, yeah. I would yeah. probably say eight to ten is probably as much as I would spend. But I honestly, who who's out there right now that you could get for eight to ten that's worth it? No one's popping, but, really. You know, but would you take safety, Keanu Neal? For that amount of money, mm. not for that amount of money. No. Uh, depends on the price, you know. I, 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 you need help at safety. You need help at corner. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. so if the price is right, bring him in, you know, and he's played for Dan Quinn before. And he was actually, you know, he drafted by Dan Quinn, right? I, I believe so. Yeah. He would have been a second rounder maybe or something. Or yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I, bring him in, but it's gotta be the right price. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, our, 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 our boy Brian's mentioned uh, it could be roughly like if it's like four million, then yeah. go for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because a, a lot of people are talking about taking cornerback, and I know we're coming up to the the amount of time that you got for us, so we'll start wrapping things up here. Um, but one of the things I was looking at is a lot of people saying about taking corner at ten. I'm with you on the trade down, and even in a trade down, still leaving cornerback. Uh, out in the first round because of the depth of corner. And I tell you, a guy who I'm absolutely loving is the Georgia cornerback, Eric Stokes. I don't know. Have you seen his measurables from his pro day? No. <laughs> 35, uh, 35 uh, inch arms. I, but the wingspan is massive. It was like bigger than Zach Martin's. Wow. It was phenomenal. And the guy run uh, a 40. Um, I'm trying to remember. It was four. What was it? Four, two, nine, four, two, eight. Wow. It was Under rapid. Four, Jesus. Yeah. 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 I think he had a 10 yard split of like 1.5 on the nose. Wow. 35 inch arms. That's like Paul size. Massive. It, the, the, it, and yeah, and the guy's already like, well, I think he's six, <laughs> six foot. Let me go to my corners a minute. I think he's six foot tall. Uh, Eric Stokes, six one. <laughs> so you think I'm that's still, massive reach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> massive, mate. Where's the moon? Maybe not that big. Yeah, where's the? It's over there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I know you, you that this is about all the time that you've got for. Um, so I'm gonna before we wrap things up, I'm gonna pigeonhole you, yeah, Shannon. Oh, you are the Dallas Cowboys with the tenth pick. The board's completely open. You could take anyone you want. Who are you taking? Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Watch Paul's I'm face. Kidding. Watch Paul's face. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We hey, I tell you what though. Shana, next time I see you, I am going to punch you right in the Let balls for that comment. If you could get Trevor I'll, I'll look after you, Shana. Would you not draft him at sign and trade? No, no, I would not trade. I would not draft him. Really? Nope. Wow. How come? I just don't like him. You don't like him? <laughs> you we have had this. Any quarterback at 10? Uh, if there was, it would have been uh, Zach Jones. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Sorry, Zach Wilson. It would have been him. Okay. 
No, I, you know, I don't, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I think Stokes wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't hate that pick. I wouldn't hate the offensive lineman. And honestly, if they drafted the tight end as much as I wouldn't want them to, I wouldn't hate that. Like, I don't want them to, but I just, I think they, I think you can really anybody but quarterback and, and wide receiver. Like, I would not be mad. Like, I just think this is one of the few drafts where I'm like, yeah, it's what like you guys want to do, I'm good with because they need so many different pieces right now that I don't yeah. really, I'm not locked in onto one guy. And normally, I, normally, I, there's one or two guys that I'm like, okay, this guy or this yeah. guy, I'm really not locked into any one particular. I'm not married to anybody in this draft. If it, if it was me, Shannon, if I was given the choice based on most desperate need available, it would be Patrick Satane, the cornerback. I like I like him. I like him. Let me ask you guys this. We, we talked about this on the yeah. show. I know you're trying to run me off, but I got a question for you. If you could go spend – you had unlimited yeah. funds for a free agent right now. Unlimited funds. What – what position? Let's just stick to defense. What position on defense would you mm-hmm. go spend your money at right now? Linebacker. Okay. Safety. Safety. Lauren. Uh, probably end uh, a bookend on the other side from uh, tank. And that and see that's my point. Like all three of you guys know football, right? You guys know the Cowboys in and out. All three of you had a different mm-hmm. answer. And all three of those (laughs) are the right answer. And it's like, I think you could go in draft is the same thing. You could go get anybody in this draft. I think it's going to come down to who do you have valued the highest on your board? Who has the highest grade when they get to you and you just go with it, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's a wrong answer. Like I said, quarterback, maybe running back, just because you got two great running backs and you're kind of married to Zeke with the contract, you wouldn't really yeah. – I think Tony Pollard's got still got huge upside. You know, tight end, I think you're set with Jarwin and Schultz. But if you got a generational type guy that everybody's – what's the guy's name? What's the kid's name out of – it's out of Florida, right? Kyle, 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 Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't be mad at that if that's a guy you're going to have yeah. on your team for the next 15 years because we know what, what – how this team values the tight end position. So, I'm – you yeah. know, offensive line – like, I just – I think – other than quarterback and receiver, like go do what you need to do, man. Like I'm good with it. So okay, then let me answer you this. You gave us a question. Okay. You said not not wide receiver, right? So Cal Pitts is off your board, right? And he's gone. Yeah. And Patrick Satane is gone. Yeah. But fallen to is now Jalen Waddle. I don't think I could do it. No. Bearing think- in mind, the next team to pick behind us are the Giants, who are desperate for receiver. Yeah, I know. I, I just – I mean, where do you put him? That's the thing. Like, where, where – yeah. does he get a ball? Like, do you – if you do that, I think you got to you got to think about getting rid of one of the guys you got. You're not going to get rid of CD because of the money. You got him cheap yeah. for the next, mm-hmm. what, three years? Yeah. Gallup – I mean, Amari, you don't get rid of a top – to me, he's a top five receiver in the league. You know, and yeah. if he was more consistent and he, you know, if he was in games more, like yeah, he would yeah. be a top three, two, one guy. Um, 
so Gallup is the only guy left, and I love Michael Gallup. I love his. I still think he's got a huge upside. I don't think we've seen the best of Gallup. So yeah. where where does he fit? Like you know, I, you just he wouldn't see the field enough for me to justify a a, ten, a, a pick at ten. If you were yeah, further probably, back, if you were in the twenties, maybe. Mm. But again, like I, I'm not gonna, he's not going to get on the field. Like I yeah yeah unless you trade Gallup. So. Yeah, I, one of the questions we had from our very own Graham Wilson, he asked us to ask you, um, would you trade Michael Gallup at all? I, you know what? I, I love the chemistry of this offense. Dak's got his guys. I think yeah. you got two. You got you got a good variety. You got a, a, a an old, you got a veteran guy in Amari. You got kind of a middle of the road guy with Gallup. You got a young yeah. guy in CD. I think you got a, a good mixture of what they can all do. Amari might be the best route runner in the league. Definitely. Gallup's got more dog in him than, than any of the other guys. I don't know. CD's got some dog in him too now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I feel like that, a little yeah. wiry guy. He'll throw himself out there. But CD's got, you know, I just – I like the mix that they have right now at wide receiver, and I wouldn't mess with it. I, you know, maybe yeah. after this year, give me a healthy Dak with the full year with all three of those guys – with a year of this off with this coach, a year with this offensive coordinator, a year in this system with them all working together, give mm-hmm. me that for a year and let and, and then show me that you're not going to put up 40 points a game, and then maybe I'll think about it. But I think I'm I think you. if they don't put up 35 points a game this year, something's wrong. Like you, yeah. Said, <laughs> So, yeah. I'm like you say, if it's so, you you go down the road in, in terms of wide receiver core. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mess don't mess with it. We like our guys. Like we, we like our guys. They can all catch the ball. They're all, they, they could all be number ones or number twos on other teams. Why risk getting a second round pick that you're probably at best going to be 50, 50 on whether you hit on him or not. You know what you got with Gallup. Why would, yeah. why yeah. would you yeah. throw that away? So. Yeah. yeah that, seems but, to, that seems to be what the Cowboys are thinking. Cause they brought back Cedric Wilson. They brought back Noah Brown. That's your top five receivers mm-hmm. brought back whether that's Dak actually saying to Jerry look I want these guys back in I don't want them getting anywhere else you can get them relatively cheap now fair enough next year you you know you're maybe losing them again but again that's probably more compensation picks later on true yeah yep. it's like yeah. It's what Shannon was just saying there it's all about the chemistry but the- yeah Exactly, and that—that's the biggest thing. That because that is uncoachable, right? That it, it happens or not with that, yeah. Um, but I know you said you could deal with us for an hour, mate, and we've gone over that. And you've got other uh, things going on uh, today, Shannon. Busy man, especially this time of year. So we're going to let you go. Um, before you go, though, we do have this that we need you to see, and we'll get your opinion on draft day. Uh, hey. We have a twenty-four hour marathon show. Uh, that we're doing for charity as well. Starts half past seven in the morning here in the UK. Um, got various guests coming on. I know we spoke to you about it, Shannon. Are you going to be coming back for us on draft day? I can probably figure something out. It depend honestly, it depends on what we're doing. Whether what we're doing is virtual or live, and what my responsibilities yeah. will be on that day. But hopefully, if nothing else, I could jump on for fifteen minutes or thirty minutes. Yeah. At least you know, kind of let you know what's yeah. going on out here and the lay of the land, yeah, yeah. and things like, I'm hearing and things like that. But yeah, I'd love I'd love to jump on, but even if it's just for a short amount of time, absolutely. 
Perfect. Anytime yeah. it is always a pleasure with you, Shannon. Any five minutes of your beautiful face is all we need, oh, mate. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Probably the nicest things he's ever held. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, look. yeah. Oh, you're looking smart, mate. Or the old sport yeah. coat, so, you know, doing good. Yeah. Did it all well, when it when it's for this show, mate, why not? Do you know what I mean? I mean, you guys dressed up for me, bunch of slouches. <laughs> We're sporting the merch, mate, and the, uh, and, like and the sponsor. Yeah, yeah. I like I so we got it all going time. on. But I yeah, I mean, when are you going to wear UK gear? Yeah. I'll wear it on the show. Say again, oh, sorry, sorry, mate. I said I need some Cowboys UK gear, a hat or a t-shirt or something. I'll wear it on. We'll the show. We'll send you over a hat. We will send. So as you can see, Lund sporting the hat and Paul's sporting the jacket. We'll get you a hat sent over. Perfect. Um, I would love so that. We, yeah, we'll get that over to you, mate. And we've got a, a couple of other things we've got planned, actually. If you're going to be in the star on draft day, I'm just saying there might be something going on from us. Uh-oh. Me and Jamie, me and Jamie are working on something. Uh-oh. <laughs> do I, yeah. Okay. Do I, do I need to wear pants that day? Or uh, You can do if you want. It's up to you. Okay. I don't, okay. All right. I'll I'll tell you later, mate. Jamie came up with it, and I thought it was a brilliant idea. But, uh, yes, make sure as well, everybody watching, you go and uh, watch or download Hanging with the Boys. Um, Yeah, listen to Shannon. Best show show on DallasCowboys.com. 100%. Award-winning. Yeah, yeah, award-winning. And it has the award-winning Nate Newton who uh, is always good for a laugh and a good friend of ours as well, old Nate. Yeah, the situation with a hat there as well. But we'll let you go, Shannon, and uh, we'll finish off doing our paying the bills, yeah, so you you can slope off and get your stuff done. But thank you very much for joining us, mate. Um, We'll speak to you off air um, about the draft show and what have you and get that organised. But I'll give you I'll give you a wee call later on, mate, all right? Sounds good. Hey, fellas, thanks for having me on. Sorry it took so long. We got to do it more often, and hopefully, uh, I can jump on for draft for a little bit. We'll coordinate that. But uh, always a good time. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us, mate. It's been a pleasure. I'll speak to you later on, mate. I'll speak to you later, bro. See ya. See See you later on. So yes, that is his take. Um, we'll just pay some bills, and then I'll go around the horn and speak to you guys. So uh, uh. I was, I was just going to say. I was just going to say before you do that. I was just like, be sure to follow Shannon yes. on Twitter at Shannon underscore PG and to do that one. Yeah. PG, you can't miss him. It's a big screaming face. <laughs> or it was. <laughs> I think he's changed it. Um, but yes, as you heard, TV deals going on and stadiums opening up. So that obviously means if you're going to a Cowboys game this year, make sure you book it through Cowboys Experience. Details on the screen. They have game day tickets, tailgate parties, and stadium tours. Uh, and obviously, if you book it, make sure you use the booking code UK Cowboys. Because, Paul, what do you get? You get free stuff. And if you don't book it for Guess UK Cowboys, free. don't be a clown. Free stuff. Don't be a clown. Get some free stuff. stuff. Why not? Just for saying the word. And then you see Nick pop up as we spoke to uh, Shannon earlier on draft day. It is the big show. It is a 24-hour show starting here in the UK at half past seven in the morning, 2.30 Eastern time. So you guys over there in the States can work that out. It is round the clock. We have uh, everything going on. It's 1.30 in the morning in Texas. 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's six hours behind. 
clocks come clocks change yeah yeah anyway but um yeah. yes we've got giveaways competitions special guests everybody uh from even nfl uk royalty joining us as well um so make sure to join us and all it's all for charity all the information will be there when we're going live um but yeah apart from that guys i'll get your opinions on quickly before we go what you think is going to be ahead for free agency do you think there's going to be some more big moves or do you think it's just going to be a quiet trickle i'll be perfectly honest i think shannon is nailed it in the head i think it's just going to be relatively quiet like it's going to be these signings that we've no really heard of before type of thing I mean, there's no really going to be any mm -hmm. big star stud. If we can get Neil in, great. For the yeah. right price, obviously. But other than that, I think it's all going to be seeing what's going to be available at the draft and see what players are going to get dropped further on based on the draft. We might bring players in just before training camp and stuff. So that's what kind of happened as well. We brought in players just before training camp. So we'll see what yeah. happens. There's still, there's still some big names getting released today. You know, Broncos um, parted ways with Philip Lindsay. Lindsay, and, yeah, that's right. That's a, that's a big know, one. So, there's, there's no point in spending all your money up front. You know, wait wait a couple of days or so, which is, has been the Cowboys' way. You know, the, guys like, uh, who is it, the Giants, where we were talking about Waddle there, you know, they're interviewing uh, Golladay today, or they're hosting Golladay, you know. That's going to burn our salary cap a little bit. It will. Yeah. It will. So, I mean, again, there's there's probably a few things. We've got the scope, you know, tanks tanks money can be restructured straight away. So, you know, we've got Same scope. Same with Jalen as well. Yep. Um, like, in, in, in a way, I, I'm actually, like, in a position where it comes to the cap, like, I, I could not be any bit more happy because we've got so much freeway where it comes to increasing it like increasing our cap right now yeah. and yeah it's uh yeah and uh, so thank zeke and jalen can and that's what brian was just saying there so yeah so yeah man it's we're in a really good position when it comes to financially like, it comes to winning in players or something like that and even further down the line there's always going to be room and like you said earlier yeah. on uh lauren is like this that second year for dax contract we can probably it, put that into those break that down even lower so it's people yep. he's still getting all of his money still so <laughs> i mean we're in a great you've, position here you've also got to think with the draft picks we've got you're probably looking at about 10 million that you need to keep aside for signing those draft picks. yes now, yes agreed. they're easy to, they're easy to sign because since the latest cba everything is set so it's pretty much the same every year inflation based whatever but it, the contracts are exactly the same for the first uh, slot, right down to slot number 256, I think it is. Um, you know, so you know what you're going to be spending on these guys. You know what you're going to be spending to, to bring in undrafted free agents. You need to keep that money aside. Fair enough, come September, you start releasing people have we got you know are we going to be out of covid properly that you're not going to have to worry about bringing people up from the practice roster again and things like that where you're keeping money aside you know and again carry over some cash next year and you've got you can get gallop or whatever when the, everything's going exactly up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I there, there is a bit of that. That you've always got to remember with the cap. There's always one eye on this year and one eye on next year. And that's the way it, 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 it the way it is and how it's designed and supposed to be. Um but yes, thank you everybody at home uh for joining us, giving us your comments, your likes, your shares, uh your messages. Uh everybody in the UK, the States and because we get the analytics on the show, everyone else around the world is quite surprising. Yeah. Thank you very much, people. The support yeah. is amazing. We love it. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, yeah, but big, yeah, big, this has big been shout, you. Big, big shout out to Italy. That was the big standout. Italy. Italy, yeah. <laughs> Italy, big representation. Holland and randomly Vietnam. <laughs> wow. I know. Every week we have. Uh, man, like 14, I keep saying that we're not just America's 14, team. We are the world's team. We are the world's team. It's the world's team. But thank you very much, guys. We will be back next week. More details on that big marathon draft show with all the competitions and free giveaways uh, that we're giving away for 24 hours on draft day. Uh, but from myself, from Paul and Freshman Lawn, this has been UK Cowboys TV, episode 108, season two. We'll see you all again next week, guys. Stay safe and stay phenomenal. Take care, guys. All the best. Cheers.